Hey, this is Greg Knapp. Welcome to the podcast. You know how you sometimes feel stuck? Like you're drifting through life, going through the motions? You know you were created for something more, that an average life just isn't enough for you. Then you're in the right place. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go. Okay, so I got this question from a listener. It says, Greg, I love how you talk about passion and purpose, but how do I find it? I just don't understand that. How do I get to it? I've been looking for it. I'm feeling you, man. I'm feeling you. I've been the same way for a long time until I figured it all out. And I'm still working on figuring it out. See, here's the thing. You have different purposes, I believe, throughout your life. Now, there are going to be some that are overarching from birth till death, but then there's going to be other stuff that came up depending on what season of your life you're in. And sometimes you feel stuck. Sometimes you're you're tired. Sometimes you just feel like you're drifting. And you know this is not the life you were born to live. You feel like there's got to be something better out there for you, right? But you get a little confused. What is it? What is it exactly? You know you have something important to do on this planet. You have something important to offer. You have gifts and talents. And they need to be used before you die. Greg, why'd you have to put death in there, man? I know, my wife hates it when I do that. But I think the existential crisis that life is gives you more motivation and energy to achieve something now because we don't have unlimited time. If we did, then I'd do it manana. But we don't have unlimited time. So to me, that is a prime motivator of my life. When I think... I am another day closer to dying. That's morbid, man. That's not optimistic. Well, it can be morbid if you go, oh, no, I'm about to die. But the way I do it, I'm one day closer to my death, so I better do everything I can right now before I spend eternity in heaven, which is, of course, the plan. So, all right, are you like that? Has that ever happened to you? Are you frustrated because you know you got this something to do, but you can't quite put your finger on what it is? You can't quite figure out how to do it. Are you tired of me asking you questions? All right, so I'll stop with that. Look, if you are struggling, like the listener is, to find your passion and purpose, I get it. I spent years. I spent money. I spent late nights. I spent a lot of Diet Mountain Dews trying to figure it all out. Now, I keep coming up with new passion and purposes, and that's what I want you to know. There's more than one way to find your calling. There can be more than one calling, and no one thing or one way is more right than any other. I'll tell you something else I figured out, and it took me a while. I, I'm not the kind of guy that has it just, bam, that's it forever. I know what I'm doing. And so for me, it really helped to try something that I felt called to do and then see how that resonated with me as I was doing it. And that led me to believe whether I needed to keep doing it or whether I should move on to something else. See, don't feel like something's wrong with you because you haven't always known what your purpose is. That's most of us. I mean, some people are struck by lightning, you know, and they know, they know why they were born. They, they know what their purpose is. They can just start pursuing it. I tend to, to hate these people. I mean, uh, sorry. I tend to be a little jealous of these people. <laughs> My daughter, Faith, she is known she wanted to be an actress since she was six years old. And what's she doing right now? She's getting her Bachelor in Fine Arts in acting at UCF 
and planning to go to L.A. after that and be in movies and TV shows and everything else. She she's just knows what she wants to do. She's been working hard on that since she was six years old, and she's really, really good at it. I'm telling you, look for her on TV in the movie. She's going to be there soon. But then the rest of us, we're kind of unsure. We've got two choices. Keep trying to work on it or just kind of drift through life. Take the path of least resistance. Get a job. Go to work. And wait for the weekends. Does that sound fun to you? Remember that Loverboy song? Everybody's working for the weekend. Two shows nightly. I don't want to just work for the weekend. I don't want to work for just two weeks off in the year. I think it was a Jimmy Buffett song where they said, trying to cram lost years into five or six days on their vacation. No, I don't want that. Do you? You're not one of those people or you wouldn't be listening to the podcast. But there are other people that will use these feelings of frustration, those feelings of uneasiness that you get sometimes, and you use that to be fuel for you to figure out what it is you want to do and then try them and then try them and try them and try them, like I said, until it resonates with you. And then if it resonates, you keep going and then you come up with great plans. There's no right way, but there is a right way for you. So maybe you're like me. Maybe you need to spend time searching and that will take you to the extraordinary life you've dreamed about. I want to give you a free gift just for listening to the podcast. It's my book, Go. So just go to gregorybnapp.com slash go free. The link is in the show notes too. I spent so many hours thinking introspectively, reading books, trying to determine why I was here, listening to tapes, going to church, attending seminars. I mean, I watch videos, listen to podcasts, praying, keeping journals, all kinds of exercises, everything I could think of. And I still do a lot of that, but now I do it from a different place. But I didn't just stop there. See, if you just stop there, nothing happens. Then you got to take action. You got to take action on what comes up from that introspection and try it out. Try out what you think is one of your passionate purposes. And, and sometimes when I would do that, I go, yeah, that, it's okay, but that's not really it for me. And then I'd put that aside. And then other times, the more I did it, the more excited I got. And I knew, okay, I'm onto something here. And that's how I got into radio. See, I took that as a good sign and I put more effort into it. That's what works for me. Now, I put that in the present tense because I'm still working on my personal growth in every part of my life. Now, you might do best by trying a combination of the stuff we've been talking about. Or maybe it's something totally different for you that might still get you where you want to go. But here's the key. Just don't give up. Your passion and purpose is inside you. Now, here's the challenge. You got to find it. And then when you find it, you got to take action. Get busy going after it. Is what can turn your life from boring to bold, from pointless to purpose-filled, from everyday to extraordinary. You like that alliteration? Yeah, I worked on that. So isn't that what you want? See, finding your purpose can change your life from everyday to extraordinary. Good starting point for that? Shameless plug, two things. My free ebook. Five Steps to Finding Your Passion and Purpose. You can get that at gregorybnapp.com. My last name is spelled K-N-A-P-P, as in Peter and Peter. Five Steps to Finding Your Passion and Purpose, absolutely free. Or my paper book, uh, paperback book, excuse me, Go, How to Find and Pursue Your Passion and Purpose. You can find that, the link on it at gregorybnapp.com as well. So, you know, I mean, hey, why wouldn't you want to start with those? 
there's tons of great books out on this though and lots of great things on the web and lots of great exercises to go through but i tried to put my favorites in there now even after you think you know what your uh, passion purpose is you're going to take detours this is not going to be a straight line everything now is up and to the right i wish that was life we all know it isn't when you start trying it you might decide to change your mind you might decide this works, this doesn't. Uh, things that I did in the past, I'm not going to use anymore. I'm going to go over this way. I'm going to go over that way. All that's okay. You just got to walk your own path. And remember, here's the thing to remember. The alternative to figuring out your purpose is just stay where you are. Never create the life you were born to live. Stay stuck. Keep drifting. Stay frustrated. Stay depressed. Oh, oh Greg, that sounds super fun. Where do I sign up? Well, it's right down at the unemployment office. Uh, that wasn't nice. A person with a strong enough purpose, though, you don't need a snooze button. You're getting up. You're excited. I just told you all the things that are different for different people. Here are some of the things that are similar for all successful people. Successful people know what they want. Successful people know why they want it. Successful people take consistent action to go after it. Even when they stall out, even when they hit an obstacle, right? They keep going. So here are the questions to ask yourself on this part. If you're stuck, which methods are you going to try to get you started on what you want? Out of all the stuff we just talked about, pick a couple. What are you going to do to figure out what it is that you think your purpose is? And then number two, once you get that, what action can you take right away to get you on that path? Because if you wait, it fades. Here's what I want on my tombstone. He followed his purpose and greatness happened. That'd be sweet, wouldn't it? So let's go. All right, part two that kind of goes right on with that are 14 questions to create your best life. First of all, we talked about to find your purpose, you got to look inside. Look in and look up. I'm really big on the idea of asking yourself empowering questions. It's huge on how I coach my clients and help them create goals and plans that they use to create the extraordinary lives they've dreamed of. Here's the thing that most people don't think about. You ask yourself questions all the time, don't you? I mean, for good and bad, your brain comes up with answers to whatever questions you ask it. Have you ever asked yourself stuff like this? How could I be so stupid? Well, of course you're not, but your brain will tell you why you're stupid. I mean, it will come up with an answer. How about this? Why does this always happen to me, right? Oh man, I ask myself that one all the time. Uh, it really doesn't happen to you all the time, but your brain will assume it does and it will start telling you why. It'll come up with reasons. How about this one? Why do I constantly fail? Once again, the word constantly. Do you really constantly fail? Nobody constantly fails but your brain will rationalize that for you too. I like what Billy Sunday said about it. More men fail through lack of purpose than lack of talent. So these types of questions that we can ask ourselves, they're not helping us get where we want to go. What they really do is they start beating you down, right? It starts wasting your time. And if we ruminate on those kind of questions, they become self-fulfilling prophecies. Remember what Henry Ford said. This one's quoted all the time because it's so awesome. If you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Mm, that one hurts, doesn't it? It really hits home. So why not ask questions that encourage you? 
questions that lift you up, get you excited, uh, things that get you the results you want. So first get clear on a couple things. Why do you want to change your life? What do you mean why? I'm not happy, Greg. Jeez. Okay, I get that. Things aren't great where you are right now, or at least things aren't exactly where you want them to be. I'm not trying to get down on you about this. I'm trying to get you to get clear on your why. Because when you get clear on why you must change, that's what's going to keep you going when the journey gets tough. If you don't have that strong why, you'll just give up. You've got to have that why, your purpose. Then, then you can get to what you really want and the obstacles holding you back from actually getting it. So I see, I believe that if you get 100% clear on your why, you get 100% clear on your what, then the how starts to appear. It's kind of like what the Buddha said, when, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I think when you're 100% clear on your why and your what, then your how will appear. I just had a recent uh, coaching session and I asked my client, why do you want to change your life? He said, well, let me think about it. Um, and I think he knew, but you know, it takes a while to really get through the layers of the BS we pile up in our lives, covering up what we really want and why we really want it. So he started to say this, Greg, listen, I'm just tired of going through the motions. I don't think I know what my purpose is, but I really think if I could figure that out, then it would help me make the changes I want to make my life better. Okay. That's a start, right? So then I said, what do you mean by better? See, we got to get clear on what we mean by things. And he said, well, I want to earn a certain income to provide for my family so they can have a better life. So we can live in a better neighborhood so they can go to better schools and we would have everything we need. Beyond that, Greg, I'm just feeling stuck. I don't know where I'm going next. I don't feel needed where I work. My self-confidence is low. So I want to find purpose in my life and my work so I can love what I do and take care of my family. All right. See, now we're getting somewhere. Then we started talking about how would that change your life emotionally, relationally, financially? What would it look like? How would you feel? And really get down deep into how that would feel. And now you're getting somewhere. See, because purpose plus passion equals joy. When we get that, you can get excited. You can get really excited. Great minds have purposes. Others have wishes. That's what Washington Irving said. And I can't agree more with that statement. So here's some action steps. All right. Here are your empowering questions to ask yourself. One, what's your why? See, these are the reasons that you're willing to do the work to change your life. You've got to be strong on that too. What's your gift? What are your talents, skills, abilities to do certain things easier and better than others can that go with your purpose? Three, what is that purpose? The reason or reasons you were put on the planet, right? Four, what are you doing when you just feel awesome? Five, what type of work are you doing when you feel like you're in the zone or in the flow, that's key. Six, what things have you done that you're passionate about and that bring you joy? Seven, what things have you done that you felt brought meaning to your life? Now, I know I'm going through a lot of questions here. It's a podcast. You can rewind. <laughs> I'm going to put these 14 questions in the link of the podcast too, though. So that won't be hard. Eight, what are you good at or even great at? Or what could you become great at if you really wanted to? Nine, what would your dream job look like? What would it entail? Paint a picture of it. 
get it down specifically of what your dream job would be and see if it starts to appear. Number 10, what would a terrific relationship with your spouse look like? So we won't hit every part of your life. Number 11, why do you want to, hold on, why do you have to change? 12, what would be bad about staying exactly the way you are? Imagine six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, everything's exactly the same. What would be bad about that? Sometimes you got to feel the pain to really get that motivation to change. And you got to get that fear of missing out, that FOMO to really motivate you to change. And then the flip side of that, what would be great if you changed? How would your life be different? What would it look like? What would it feel like if you made these changes? What would it be like six months from now, a year from now, five years from now? Get excited about that. And what would make the changes worth all the time and effort that it's going to take? Focus on those. That was question number 14. So get your journal out today. Start answering these questions. Maybe you can do it in an evening. Maybe you need to break them up into two blocks of seven. But get quiet and get still and think deeply. You don't want surface living. You don't want surface answers. You got to get down deep. You got to get down deep into yourself and pull out your why. So take at least, you know, 30 minutes to an hour to two to answer these questions and actually write them down because magic happens when we write our thoughts down. That's when they get real. That's when they get real. Remember to make it as emotional as you can. It's your life, right? It's your life. What are you going to do with it? Do you want to just end up living a life by accident or do you want to live your life on purpose? Because that's what we're about, right? Find your purpose, live your passion. And email me, greg at gregorybnapp.com to give me some of these answers or to give me more questions or to tell me how it's going or if you have any problems with it, I would love to email you back and maybe even put it on the podcast. All right, that's part two. I want to give you a free gift just for listening to the podcast. It's my book, Go. So just go to gregorybnapp.com slash go free. The link is in the show notes too. Part three now, we're hitting the interview. I'm bringing in New York Times bestselling author, public speaker, former Yahoo executive, Tim Sanders. You may have read his book, Love is the Killer App. He's got the likability factor. And today we're going to talk about his book, Today We Are Rich. I was reading your book, Today We Are Rich, and just a great story. I love the way that you're telling the tales in this book that in a story form, so much of it. But let's start with the title, Today We Are Rich. What do you mean by that? So there's two kinds of rich in the world. There's money rich, and there's a spiritual form of richness where you know you're making a difference to the world. And today we are rich is something my grandmother used to say to me, very important. She said it when I was eight in a really critical part of my life. But what she was explaining to me is that we, we, we can be rich by design if we choose to give. If generosity is our habit, we will always be rich because rich means there's enough to share. And when you come to that moment in life where you realize you've got enough to share, that's the moment in life that you're truly rich. I love that. And you know, Tim, I've noticed in my life when I've lived that way, I, beyond the fact that I feel great inside and I'm helping people, mm -hmm. I also tend to do better. It's like I'm not holding on so tight, and things start to work out better for me financially, too, when I'm like that. That's right. Well, you, you get yourself into what I call a good loop, right? So 
as you move forward, you get feedback that you're going in the right direction. So you move forward with a little bit more force and confidence and you get more feedback and eventually you gather momentum and things work out. Yeah, and I think that's so important because we've been through such a bad patch with our economy and a lot of people still suffering part-time work. They're underemployed. Maybe they've dropped out of the workforce altogether uh, and, and they need something to get them back in the game and moving forward. And, and you talk about it in your book. You talk about these sideways years that you went mm-hmm. through. Get, get into that a little bit. So to frame this, success is not a destination. It's a direction, okay, and that direction is forward. And in our career, we have to keep moving forward to pursue success. But sometimes we get knocked off our game. The economy, you mentioned that. We can lose our job. We can have a personal tragedy in our family, or we can have a setback even in our career, and we end up not moving forward anymore. Sideways means that we're just surviving. We're just kind of going through the motions. We're not thinking about next year. We're just thinking about tomorrow. We're not really trying to help other people. We're trying to help ourselves, and our progress stops. Um, A lot of times we worry about going backwards. You know, we start doing destructive things like drinking too much or, you know, pushing people away from us in our life. But I worry about those who go sideways that don't know it. Because life is short. You know, your most valuable resource is your time. And unless you're always moving forward and you break through those sideways years, you'll never achieve success. So that's what I'm talking about. I had a huge batch of sideways years, a dozen of them, that followed a personal tragedy till I went back to what was working. Because that, that's a key thing I always ask people who say, you know, I used to be successful, but I've been going sideways. What do I do? I ask them the following question. What are you not doing today? that you were doing back in the day when you were on top. Yeah, that's and a great answer, question. Yeah, and so the answer usually reveals things they were doing to build their resume, to build their knowledge base, to build their network, things they were doing to help other people, things they were doing to invest in the future. There's just a lot of things we've got to revisit. Napoleon Hill, who I quote a lot in the book, he wrote Think and Grow Rich, his book, in the 1930s, the late 1930s, as a response to the hangover mentality he saw with people who could not get over economic loss. Right. And they were moving sideways. And he wanted them to pick themselves back up and realize that the greatest opportunity is always at the bottom. Or as my old boss, Mark Cuban, always told me, everybody's a genius during the bull market. Absolutely. Tim Sanders with me here. The book is called Today We Are Rich, Harnessing the Power of Total Confidence. Uh, We've got his links up at the Facebook page so you can learn more. And, you know, I think what you were saying there is so important to me because when you lose that job, when your family is suffering, when you think your house may be foreclosed, when some other kind of tragedy strikes, you know, we pull so tight and, and we get so tense that we do forget We used to be successful, and we did things right, and we can get back to that. It's hard to get that, as you said, that good loop started because you're in that bad loop so much, and it just Mm -hmm. kind of builds. To have that first breakthrough to the new one is good. And you talk about this with, you know, what you fill your mind with. Hit that for us before we go. So feed your mind good stuff. I tell people this all the time. You can only be as positive as the information you put into your mind. So the first thing I say is you need to understand the difference between good news, bad news, and get busy news. Because a lot of times we consider get busy news bad news. I've got to make a change. I've got to learn something new. That's not bad news. It's just the news that things are changing. But let me give you a specific thing here. 
When you first get up in the morning, don't go online. Take the first 45 minutes of your morning and own it. Comb your brain. Read something that makes you better at your job and more confident about your future. If you go online and read the blogosphere or you start checking your email first thing out of bed, you sacrifice control over your positive outlook to the outside world. I've interviewed a lot of very powerful people who've survived a lot of adversity, and what they all have in common is that morning routine. Breakfast isn't just the most important meal of the day. It's also the most important time for your mind. So be very careful about the kind of things you watch, listen to, or read. Like, for example, your show is focused on giving people positivity. But when we turn on television, cable news, it's a miracle we can watch it for more than 30 minutes without becoming incredibly depressed. Yeah, there has to be a balance between, you know, finding out what's in the world and not letting it, you know, bludgeon you to death. I couldn't agree more, Tim. Uh, Yeah. Great stuff. And I'll I'll tell you, you know, my my daily morning now that I'm on afternoons is so much better that I'm able to do exactly what you're talking about. Get up. You know, I make breakfast for the family, um, and then I go through my prayer list, and then I read a little bit, and, and then I'm totally centered and calm before I start doing what I've got to do that day. You know, John Maxwell basically taught me this. You know, he, he, Billy did it, but then John Maxwell taught me that simple idea that he that calming your brain first thing in the morning. Yeah. It's about that calmness. It's about putting a stake in the ground and saying, this is how I've designed my life, because positive thinking is not a prescription that you give people that are down on their luck. It's a result that comes from cautious lifestyle design, which, by the way, before I forget, includes not hanging out with negative people. Whether I'm talking about following negative people on Facebook or hanging out with them in your spare time, they will poison your mind. You cannot be strong enough to overcome their negativity. Good stuff, Tim. It's called Today We Are Rich, Harnessing the Power of Total Confidence by Tim Sanders, author, speaker, former Yahoo executive, and uh, very kind of him to spend some time with us today. Tim, all the best. We wish you the best with the book. Absolutely. My pleasure. Talk to you soon. Hey, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, and I want to give you a free gift. My book, Go, How to Find and Pursue Your Passion and Purpose, the entire book, free, the PDF version. All you have to do is go to gregorybnapp.com slash go free slash. On that page, you click on the link, you put in your email, you get the PDF. Gregorybnapp, that's K-N-A-P-P dot com slash go free slash. We're going to have the link in the show notes as well, so you'll have no problem getting it. This is Find Your Purpose, Live Your Passion, GregoryBnap.com. See you next time.